Welcome to uh, episode 87 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. Uh, click on Word so you've got the, the, the notes. Going back to Word, yes. All right. Yes, Bevo. I am here with Grandpa Barman. Woo! We're doing a, a live recording, which we don't do very often anymore. I don't think I've seen you since December uh, sometime. Has it been that long? Well, we haven't recorded together in months. Well, like maybe, maybe one, one of the, the last wild, one of the wild wings um, yeah. nights. Yeah, but well, with you, Papa Vendura over here with the uh, with two kids. Yeah, um, I don't want to come in and bring any uh, coronavirus into the Vendura. Oh, family. we're a Medela family. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you forget that. <laughs> <clears throat> don't want to bring any of those barman germs into the Vendura house. Hey, there's no high fives today. There's no hugging. There's no making out. <laughs> elbows, <laughs> elbows and fists only, buddy. Uh, so. Uh, we are on our way to the home opener for Atlanta United. Barman just got to the house, and uh, we're driving down. We'll get to uh, some news and notes on the on Atlanta United here in a few minutes, but we'll dive in where we normally do in the world of cycling, um, or maybe the lack thereof of the world of cycling but, but, right now. Well, Perry, it looks like Perry Nice is going to go ahead and, and happen. Is that tomorrow? Uh, I, yes, I believe it does start tomorrow, okay. Sunday to Saturday. Um, it's pretty wild because I think it's only like maybe 100 miles or, or 150 kilometers away from San Remo. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, France hasn't been near as, as affected by coronavirus as North Milan, the Milan area. So, unfortunately for Italy, um, they made the call to cease racing until April 3rd in Italy oh, wow. to try to help. And, uh, well, I know that the the Serie A, the Italian soccer league, are playing in front of empty empty stadiums. Empty stadiums. Um, I yeah, think look, it's the right call call for the, the for that community. Um, you just making sure that they can get a handle on on what's going on. Well, and it, once uh, once Trump hands out all the test strips that the CDC created, we'll all, we'll all be okay. Is it a happy face or <laughs> angry face? <laughs> it <laughs> goes <a> positive, <laughs> negative. Um, you know, it's funny, you know, look, as this thing has kind of developed over the last week, you know, the Olympics were talking about, do we go forward? I think they've made a decision that, hey, we're going forward regardless. Wait and, wait and see. I did see, I was watching uh, hockey this afternoon, and the IIHF uh, women's tournament has been canceled. I don't know where they're holding that. I would assume it's somewhere in Europe. Well, oh, um, well there's certain parts of Europe that seems to not have a handle on... on on what's going on, similar to here, where I believe Washington State. Um, yeah, but all their cases are like in one location for the most part. Well, I think nine of the eleven or fourteen deaths were that one nursing home. Right. Um, in I did Ken- see Kenwood, a, Kenwood, Washington, Kirk, Kirkwood, maybe. Kirkwood. That was where Costco's from. Kenwood, Kirkwood. Um, I did see that one of there was a barista in, in, at a Starbucks out there got tested oh, really? positive yesterday, maybe. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Wasn't, if I remember correctly, I think I saw maybe a week or two ago a an event in the Middle East got canceled, uh, a cycling race? Well, that's, part, they abandoned of, it? that's part of the reason, part of the reason that they're not racing in part, 
part of the reason they're not racing in Italy is the teams really don't want to participate either. In the UAE, UAE tour, yes, the three or two staff members ended up testing positive, and then another seven members ended up testing positive on the fourth floor. So three other teams or four other teams, um, uh, two Russian or one Russian and um, <clears throat> two French teams were sequestered or quarantined or and made to stay on the fourth floor. And from the riders' descriptions, it was pretty much like they would quietly sneak up and put like the uh, put the food next to the door and quietly knock and run down the hallway as quickly as they can, like the old like the old cable guys. Remember the remember, remember I'll the, be there between eight and five, four fifty nine. Knock knock knock. Well, a quiet knock, and they already had the tag that they already had the tag made. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry I'm I missed you. Be back tomorrow. <laughs> Um, but it, it was a pretty poor situation, and they um, their bikes had already left, so they didn't have their bikes to train on, um, oh, and they were pretty much stuck. You know, thank God in the world these days. I've, I've been thinking about this for a little while about grabbing a book and keeping it in my travel bag again, just in um, case, just in case digitally or for whatever reason um, run out of power. Uh, you know, I don't travel with books like I used to when I was when I was younger. I always had a pretty uh, at least an eight or a ten hour read <laughs> read that I'd carry carry with me. And so, uh, seems like they, everyone was able to communicate with their family members and and uh, <clears throat> uh, let everybody know how they were doing. Doesn't sound like they uh, morale wise it was very good or a positive experience. They couldn't get a lot of information about why they were being held. So it was uh, it was an interesting situation, and I think the the other teams looked at that and the possibility that it could really set their team back as far as whichever teams were, um, especially in Italy because the uh, because the amount of cases there was quite a bit higher than in France. Is there uh, has there been any talk on postponing the Giro or? Well, right now the I believe the um, the health ministry of Italy is the one that said no public events until April 3rd. So April 3rd, or probably pretty close to that, they'll have an idea of whether they have things under control or whether they can move forward with uh, with letting people into large areas. I'm sure they'll know a lot more about how this is spread and um, what might have caused the outbreak to be higher in Italy and less in, in France. Um. Yeah, I know we're at like maybe like what maybe two hundred cases here in the U.S. Uh, is it that many? I think four, fourteen or twenty of them were really brought in from that cruise ship. Um, and so well, there's like three in Georgia. I think that the the issue now in California is that cruise. The one guy was on a cruise from San Francisco to Mexico, got off, got sick, and then the. The cruise continued to Hawaii with a lot of passengers, and some of them were are uh, now have. What's what's going on locally? Uh, I know Spin the District has an event coming up here, right? Well, Spin the District's coming up. We have the Criteriums in Hapeville May second, Saturday May second, and then the Criterium in College Park Sunday May third. And then so, you were out at an event today. Georgia Tech. We had our cycling weekend. We've. Uh, uh, some of the riders uh, have some ties to Calhoun, Georgia. So we had a really nice road race today. Uh, uh, 
semi-rolling terrain, not all that hilly, which is helpful for collegiates because there's all level of athletes. There's really kids that have come to the sport late. They didn't actually start riding road bikes until they got to college uh, and they're racing. And then you also have some people that are probably um, able to be on continental or pro continental teams within throughout the world. So it's a, you know, you always like to have a challenging course for the riders, but then you always, like a good golf course, you always have to be competitive enough or, or safe enough that you can still bring people into the sport without them wanting to quit immediately and get off their bike and throw it into the throw it into a ditch and then and quit the sport. Is there, um, you know, from, from a rider on the international level, is there anything odd or quirky that's happened in the last maybe month? since we last recorded. Well, the uh, Gianni Mascon uh, was removed from a race for picking a bicycle up and throwing it onto a, a, uh, another rider that wasn't his, wasn't Mascon's bike, and it wasn't the other rider's bike. The other, the, uh, <laughs> he was the former Belgian Belgian champion. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to hack up his name. It's uh, like Boucheret or uh, d- um, uh, Doucheret. Okay. Uh, and then after the officials went to the video review, uh, they uh, they removed Gianni Mescon from the race, and instead of being a big boy about it, he rode next to the television camera and ripped his numbers off his jersey, and then did a Nancy Pelosi with his with his second number and tried to rip it in in half as he was riding. So it was it was comical. It's kind of odd how. And Didn't isn't he had a, a check well, passed the, as well? He was the one that got into trouble for. Um, uh, having racist, racist, racist comments towards the oh, Eritrean rider Reza. Eritrean. Eritrean? Yes. And that's close to South Africa, isn't it? No, it's middle. I think it's mid Africa. Oh, it's in the middle? It's up near Kenya. Uh, and he's also the one that got thrown out for punching the rider in the Tour de France uh, a couple of seasons ago. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately for him, now that everybody, now that he's on the, on the block as far as this, it's going to be very difficult for him to be to defend himself and be able to get away with it. Very similar to Major League Baseball or to NFL, where you can only cry or you can only do these kind of things so often before everyone just uh, everyone just starts picking on you and trying to uh, invoke evoke uh, a, a response from you that in proportion to the to not necessarily in proportion of what you're doing, but trying to get you in trouble. Um, did I see? Fulsang or Fugelsang is a potentially doping issue. They decided my riders. They decided not. They they felt like there was some evidence where he might have had some contact along with some other Astana riders with Michelle Ferrari. That's what it was. (laughs) Uh, They didn't feel like the evidence was strong enough to bring forward any charges against him. So he uh, didn't didn't have any issues with the with the UCI or Bada. Is there anything else cycling-wise that coming up that you need to talk about as far as events? Well, without Milan San Remo coming up. Um, the classics. The Belgian classics, uh, Paris-Roubaix, and um, well, Tour of Flanders will be first. I believe it's the first weekend in April, at April 4th and 5th. And then Paris-Roubaix will be the weekend after that. So hopefully they can, hopefully the world feels like we have a control over the this coronavirus issue where people will be able to come out and uh, watch the race and, and enjoy a normal 
racing event. All right. Is it too cold? I'm wearing a sweatshirt. You're wearing a t-shirt. Well, I brought a sweatshirt. I just <laughs> was in the. I was in the. I was in the car in the van, yeah. and there was a as the sun was going down. Um, Atlanta. You want to get jump into Atlanta United? Sure. Or do, uh, should we talk about something else first? That's uh, our usual. That's our usual format. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're three games into the season, essentially. Correct. One MLS game. Two CONCACAF games. Two CONCACAF Champions League games. And I think you and I combined have probably seen, I, I've seen probably about five games. I think you've probably seen maybe five or six. Uh, physically going? What? No, like watched. Oh, watched. Like watched this. You oh, watched, yeah. I know you were watching a couple of preseason games. I watched more of the pre. I would, well, I had time. Uh, be, I think I saw the, two of them. Because the preseason games were usually in the middle of the week. Uh, so it was a little bit easier for me to catch, uh, to catch those games. And I did catch the... First, the first game, the one that was down in. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I think I watched. I watched the full games, both, um, both, both full games. Impressions thus far, minus the the big story from last weekend. Uh, I think you got to give Heinemann some some props. He seems to be a little bit better than you might have anticipated. And Brooks Lennon. Right. I know uh, you. I, I remember you were definitely not a Brooks Lennon fan. He looked, and I, and he I looked, thought he looked really year, good in, uh, in Nashville. From last year, what we saw from Heidman wasn't very impressive. But then he also was kind of a fill-in-ish. Yeah. Um, not necessarily his role. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> well... I think the Heidman goal was goal of the week. It was. Um, and, you know, the, the performance against Montuga, Montagua... In game Matagua. Matagua in game two uh, at Kennesaw State was impressive. Um, Pity had two, I think, in that game, and he looked that by he far really was good. his best game in Atlanta United jersey. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't dribbling with the ball and getting tackled and and asking for a foul. He definitely was playing was definitely playing soccer again. Um, he also should have had four goals in that game easily. Um, he just couldn't put anything on net uh, in the first half, and I think he still ended up with one goal. Um, do you feel that we're in a better position right now than we were at this point last season? Oh, we're ten times ahead of where we were this time last year. Yeah. This time last year, um, we had a hard time down in Costa Rica. Um Frank DeBoer was already arguing with the players. I think LGP was already and starting the, to... And the fans. And, and the fans <laughs> calling us uh, spoiled. spoiled. Um, so they definitely feels They definitely feel... And from the home opener, even though it was 2-1, two, two, it felt like they had control of the game pretty much the entire... The, entire the home opener was a tie. No, they... Um, oh, was it 1-1? One, 1-1 one? One, one against Cincinnati. Remember no, Nashville. Oh, last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. This year, Na- Nashville. Well, that was that, the whole I, I thought that we lost to Cincinnati. Uh, maybe we did. I think it was a 1-1 tie. It might have been. Well, the, well we really the thought. The we knew they were going to need those two points the at the end of this season. The Nashville game was the home opener. It was just the opener. Their opener. Yeah. Nashville's home opener. Yeah. Or, I felt like we controlled the ball. Jessica was asking me during the game, what are they doing? I go, Here's the here's the goal. They're well, playing away. The they're going to play conservative, and they're going to contain. They're going to control the ball sixty five percent of the time. Right. When we got like midway through the second half, it was like sixty four, 
was like, well, this, this Na- is what I told you yeah. half hour ago. Na- Nashville was a, one of the teams that didn't high press us. Right. Most of the better teams that we play in MLS now definitely try to attack attack us very deep in the in, in our back in our backfield and make the players play the ball out. Um, and they also came out in a five-four-one. You know, so they were playing a defensive style the whole game. There were a lot of people in the box. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. It's a smart move. You don't know really what you've got. You don't have the offensive firepower that an Atlanta, Atlanta United has, or an LAFC, or some of these scoring teams that can score. And you don't have the weapons yet. Um, so you've got to limit your losses, and it's a smart strategy by the coach. And you'll tie a lot of games, and you might squeak out a few wins. Well, I do feel, I do feel like, I feel DeBoer is going to try to score a goal early more this year than he did last year because he, I know he feels that the team plays better that way. And and last year it didn't feel like he cared about kind of scoring the first goal. And and about what maybe halfway through last season, he seemed to kind of give up on that and say, "Hey, you know what? Things just go so much better for us if we go ahead and." Yeah, if we go, if we go ahead and get that first goal, and it only backfired on them once. Yeah, in these are conference finals. Yes, <laughs> and then other circumstances mitigated that as well. But right. Well, we should have gotten. Well, Joseph missed that penalty shot. That's what I'm referring yeah. to. And then, and then Bradley really should have been out of the game with a red card. Yes. Um, oh, speaking of red cards, did you you, you only saw highlights of the national? Game. I saw the, I saw the highlights of the of the tackle and the player. That's a red card. The, uh, the goalie handball? That's a red card. That's a red card. The referee tried to say that there were players that could have played the ball behind him, and I don't believe him for a, a millisecond. No. He was just defending the fact that he didn't want to call the, A red card in their opening game and get the guy suspended for an extra game. Yes. And it was the keeper, right? Yes. At almost midfield. It was awful. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what he was thinking. Uh, well, he, got, he just got caught out of position on a corner kick. But it wasn't just—it wasn't just the basing out of position. It was like he was almost he was, in the circle of the of the midfield. Because he was coming back from a corner, a corner. Oh, game. so he's up on that, yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, I actually saw a goalie score on a corner kick last week. Oh, really? In another league? How far out was he? Like just outside the box? That was last minute play, and he came in and, oh. and he headed the ball in behind like the, empty, behind like the an empty netter in hockey. No, he was. Well, you can't get off the field and then have someone else come on. Right. you got to be the same. Right. Um, new pieces coming in. Anything there that, you know, like you said, Heinemann looked really good. That goal is amazing. Barco scored a completely typical Barco goal <laughs> just outside the 18 box, inside the right post. Well, it's good to see him shooting again. Well, it's good to see him playing. Yes. <laughs> but uh, for... I think for a lot of last year, he was dribbling a lot around the outside of the box instead of taking a shot. And I do think this is one of the things that actually not having Joseph might actually help Pity and and Barco not feel like they have to do so much with the ball to try to get an opening to Joseph that they can just let it rip. So uh, late in the Nashville game, Joseph goes down. Uh, we find out Monday, it's a, maybe even late Sunday night, it's a torn ACL out most likely out for the year. Um, you've seen some instances where guys have come back. I think Adrian Peterson came back in six months. Um, but I don't suspect we'll see Joseph in 
2020. I think both of us feel like he was playing on a somewhat injured knee to begin with, and I felt that since the towards the end of that towards the end of last season. I would agree. I think it may have already had a partially torn ACL, um, which you know, if you give it time, it, you know, it's like a strain or it'll heal somewhat heal itself. He didn't look 100% healthy for a long time. Well, towards the back end of the year, yes. He came into camp. He looked. He looked a little gimpy in the Nashville game, um, and then certainly tried to come back on. And uh, at that point, I told you his knee it was just filling with fluid, and, and he was done. Um, it's unfortunate, but these things happen. And, and you know, if if you would, I think I feel better about the team today than I did a month ago. Yes. Um, well, you were really down on the preseason results. Basically, uh, because they really down they, on the roster. Just because we didn't know who they, were, who they were playing, who right. they were playing against, or the quality of the people they were playing against. You gotta remember, we played both of those games in the Concacaf Champions League down a bench player because we didn't have enough players. Well, we have visa problems. We yeah, have, those have been resolved. Uh, I think uh, Rosetto. I think there's still a, one person. I think they're both they're both clear oh. from what I read. I, I put it in the notes, one of the last notes there. It's, I'm a little confused about why they would come to Atlanta without their passport ready from where they are, or do they have to get no, paperwork it's, here? It's a work visa. Right. That there was the but both of them had to go back to their original country. Yeah, because Rosetto played in the game against Birmingham and scored a goal, which is odd. Papers, please. Yeah. I guess because it was an exhibition game, it didn't count towards oh. work. I thought there was work rules because technically they might not have insurance, um, health insurance, or yeah, for whatever reason because they don't. Uh, it, it's really difficult to, to understand uh, like how loans and how buying out contracts works and work visas is a lot different than any other sport because you don't deal with international players in the NFL. Um, you do just somewhat pun- in just in punters. The, Aussie Uh, Aussie. (laughs) Australian punters come over Um, yeah but no one reads headlines about punters Uh, what other notes do do I have in there by Uh, the way so we have uh, Club America Um, I believe we play there first we do Wednesday at 10.30 Wednesday at 10.30 at night at at Alasteca Azteca Stadium Azteca Stadium which is the the nemesis of the United States the spread is one and bet with Bevo may be taking it. I'll take a goal. On the road in Azteca Stadium, it's it's a short week. I think for myself, I really a lot of times transpose men's national team issues to what to my club my club team uh, with Atlanta United, and I forget that a lot of those Latin players don't have don't or don't have that kind of yeah. But um, it is at altitude. You know, right. there's all those factors, and, and it's a short week. Um, but we didn't play middle of the week last week, so true. we went Saturday to Saturday. But, to, I, but to, I think to we go Wednesday. to Mexico to play, and then we might be on the road next week. Like, no, we're at home against Kansas City. Never mind. Um, we've got a couple injuries. It doesn't look like Robinson is going to go today or Wednesday. He was I, over both. Yeah, it looks like he may be. I bad. thought DeBoer said he was running and was looking. He's uh, looking good. Apparently, he's got now has a stiff back stiffness. Man, when I think about spring training baseball, you know, it's almost a full month of of games. I wonder if if soccer players don't need a little bit more conditioning time. 
but he was going to men, U.S. Men's National Camp as well, so I don't know. Uh, and then it looks like Escobar may be out for today as well. I'm not 100% on that. He, he got a little bit of a knock in the early second half. He said he didn't know what it was. He just felt, felt he, something. It was a Charlie horse. A Charlie horse? Yeah. Cramped up? No, it was it was like a, a thigh, <coughs> thigh bruise or something no. like that. Um, what else I got in there? Uh, expectations. Uh, expectations for today versus Cincinnati. Three nil. I, I I put money on Atlanta United. Um, I think they want to make up for last year's. I, I think I think you've got to you've got to beat these teams. You know, Cincinnati's you're supposed to beat. Well, yeah, Cincinnati's on their third coach. It's their second season. They're not going so well. No, it's. I mean, a- after they tied us, they might have won a game, and then it went completely off the rails last year. By, like, ten games in, I think they had fired their coach. They bring in the guy that's coaching them, or was coaching them in, in the fall, in the winter here, and then he says something stupid in the locker room and makes a racial slur and gets fired or has to resign. And now they're on another... No, that's hockey. That usually happens in hockey. But that's what happened in Cincinnati. Also? Yes. Wow. Remember I said... So this was remember like, the March shot made like, the March shot comment to you in the text about it. <laughs> well, that was March shot was back in the eighties. I right. mean, that was like a yeah, real but, rough. But I knew if I said something about comment. March shot, you'd know what I was talking oh, about. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's uh, asked not to own the Cincinnati Reds any longer. Her and her well, baby. actually, it was very similar to the Donald Sterling. Yes. Um, sir, you're going to sell your team. You're going to make plenty of money. There's no, it's no, you're you're not out anything. But I'm sorry, you can't. An owner. You can't be an owner any longer. Um, expectations for the season. I think they'll. I actually think they'll win the East this year. I don't think uh, New York FC or the Red Bulls are as good as they usually are. Well, your buddy's down I, in Miami. I think um, Reyes, Reyes, the goalie. Oh, he's down in Miami. Is he? Yeah. Do we have an? Uh, I didn't. I didn't put a Miami um, game on the. No, I'm. I'm not really all that interested in watching that one. Um, I'll, I'll be interested if Beckham, uh, Beckham I think, comes uh, out of retirement. I think both Philadelphia, Columbus, and D.C. Yeah. The Columbus is in the East, aren't uh, they? D.C. Struck, uh, struggled last week. Maybe they're not as good as I thought they were going to be. They, well, had I the, think, they, had the same, they had a rough second half of the season last year. What's they his name's out for them? Uh, the guy that plays for the or, uh, Arola, Oriola? Oh. I think he's out for the year. Oof. Yeah. Um, and Gressel didn't look as good as they hoped he would in the first game. So really, and honestly, Columbus has always played us really, well, really, really I, tough. I've win. said from the start, Columbus is a better team just because they've got Nagby. Uh, they've got Jaya Cesardis. Well, the cool part about Nagby, he doesn't really hold a grudge. Right. So, he, you know, it's not like he's going to... Well, like, he's not going to light, he's he's not not gonna gonna light us up. But he's, he's not going to go into the locker room and tell him, boys, I want to win this one. Yeah. Like... Like a uh, like someone like a, a coach that got fired by his previous team, like Ron Rivera going into the Carolina campaign. I don't care if we only win one game this it season. Better be it Carolina. better be this one. <laughs> like Tortorella. So he, <laughs> yeah. So he can go shake Tepper's hand and and, and yeah. Um. Okay. So Concacaf Champions League. Do we have a shot at winning that? I don't think so. U.S. Open Cup. I think we have a chance again. Uh, Supporters Shield. Do you? No, do I, think, you care? I think LAF. I don't care. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather win the East and get the second seed. You know that's that's fine. 
Okay. Uh, and then do you have MLS? Yeah, it, it's a trophy we don't have. It'd be nice, but oh. I don't. It, I don't think it. You know, it's like winning the President's Trophy in the NHL. It's meaningless. Yeah. You just well, won yeah, the just, thing. But just, just asked the Tampa Lightning last year. Right. Um, you know, I think if we're a European league, that's a different thing because there's no playoff, and that that's your trophy at the end of the year. But playoffs. Play. We're talking about playoffs. Are we talking about it's playoffs? Only, it's only March when we're talking playoffs. What does what does what does Crab do without playoffs? <laughs> Crab's coaching. How again. do you know who the best team in the league is? Crab on Twitter is <laughs> the funniest person <laughs> talking about all the issues with coaching. Did you see the one where you put "Are you not entertained"? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're dying for that one. Oh, it's just because it comes up in my feed so much. It's great because I do tend to uh, call out. Uh, Ryan a little bit on his Eurocentric yes. uh, soccer views, and so I don't I don't necessarily feel like I'm 100 percent correct with what I'm, with what I'm saying because I don't know very much about the I don't know of Ajax or Dutch or <laughs> the one EDL the other day, or the one the other day with the coach yelling at him for running up the score. <laughs> He's like, "We're just working on fundamentals, coach." That was I was in my office dying. <laughs> So good. All right, what else we got? Uh, uh, we got some Newcastle news. We've got uh, Mickey scored two goals, uh, and I, I believe he did his half of the heart. He did? Uh, after after one of them. Yeah, because that was when Tuesday, Wednesday. I think uh, Newcastle is pretty solid in the middle of the the middle of the bunch. Doesn't seem to be in any sort of threat. They won today 1-0. Uh, I did see that. He had two goals. Uh, looks like they're in the semifinals of the FA Cup, but they got Man City next. I can't keep all the FA the cups. I, I just separate. I just saw that that's how he's because it was in the Twitter feed like he scored during the FA Cup. I think he's got like four or five goals during that tournament. Um, they must really be putting a focus on that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a trophy, right? But there's eight teams left. Uh, it's like Man City, Manchester United, uh, and a couple other good. No Liverpool. Did Liverpool get knocked out? They might have. I think they did. Um, they, they lost for the first time last week. To uh, one of the. Oh, they lost twice. They lost twice last week. They lost to uh, Atletico Madrid in the Concacaf or in the uh, UEFA Cup, uh, and then they lost to Norwich City. I don't know. I thought it was like Woodford. Watford, Watford, yeah. one of the bottom, yeah. one of the bo- one of the bottom teams, and it's I guess the I first guess, time they lost in the, in the I guess, English Premier League. I guess there was an Arsenal team that never lost a game. Yes, but then they They're tied. Like the they tied Dolphins. No, but they tied. They tied like eighteen game <laughs> games. So I have to imagine that that was some of the those English Premier games where they put eleven in the box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Play, we play not to lose the game. <laughs> play for the di- the tie, boys. <laughs> we still have our shirts when we leave the stadium. Um, yeah, so I haven't really been watching EPL as much due to Pulisic not really playing for Chelsea and uh, Newcastle not really being on TV ever. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I check the box scores and I just I kind of have an idea of what's going on. I certainly look at the, the, the trends for gambling purposes. <laughs> well, I went to a uh, – I, I don't have any uh, streaming TV currently. So, um, get, like, the, I don't get the NBC Sports. I get the cycling stuff because I'm the goal package, uh, cycling pass, but I don't get the, the NBC games. So, it's hard for me to catch those games now that I don't have – You're working been, all the time, too. Yeah, so. it wasn't – yeah, I've been 
five jobs. Uh, moving on to NFL, little uh, free agency chat. Did you uh, did you watch any of the combine? I didn't. Not not a single four hundred or forty yard dash. I think I might have seen uh, Rich Eisen's, but that was it. Does he do it every year now? Yeah, in a full suit. In a suit. Yep. What was his time? For charity. Seven. I point. think it was better than last year. <laughs> That's all I know. Nice. Um, I, I, didn't, believe, I, I, I don't believe care there about was, the combine. I believe there was a, a punter, one of the Turk. Two, the Turk. 250, like two, 25 two, times? 225, two, two I think these, and, and um, uh, yeah, I think he, he had the, well, I think he has the record now as a, as a punter, but he beat out quite a few defensive ends and tackles. and he beat um, out, like, one that's, like, a top, top yes, pick. Yes, more, uh, <clears throat> more benches than them. Um... That, All right, else? so it looks like Bree, uh, it looks like Breeze is staying in New Orleans. And so that means that they can't sign Bridgewater. It looks or like Bridgewater's out. They're keeping Hill. They're keeping Hill. That's what I read today. Uh, it doesn't. We don't know yet, but it definitely looks like Tom Brady's not going back to New England. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. The usual. The usual. Done. Uh, I believe it's Tennessee. I don't know why. Why would he play in Tennessee? For what? They did go to the AFC Championship game last year. Yeah, but Tannehill's better than him. I, that's what I can't. Why? Why would Rabel, Why would Rabel make a change to a less a less competent here, quarterback? Here's my thing. Because they're bros. Here's my thing. Bill Belichick consistently has dumped guys before they went in the crap. And he would have dumped Brady, too, except for the owner th- came in and said, hey, Bill, you know what? I signed your check, and I don't want to get rid of Tom Brady. I think Brady they're yet. finally at the point, though, hey. Yeah, but I think Tom Brady retires. No. No. <laughs> There's no way he's not. He, maybe before the end of the season, but he plays games in another jersey this year. I don't I don't know. I, I don't think he can make it through a preseason. A pre-season. I mean, they're talking Tampa. They're talking uh, uh, well, Tennessee. We, we came up with Tampa was the most logical place that we came up with where he might. But it looks like Teddy Bridgewater might be going to Tampa. Here's my thing. You're going to have quarterback. If, if Brady does leave New England, and I believe he does, you're going to see just a massive shit show. You're going to see 10 quarterbacks playing in 10 different places. Well, Tom Brady, uh, he knows no other NFL team. He knows no other NFL system. He knows no other NFL coach. You, it, It's like being married for 50 years and then trying to do, like, a wife swap. I mean, it, like, hey, why are my why are my eggs different than I have every 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 morning for 50 years? You can't, it, does, it doesn't work. But Tom Brady can't go in somewhere else and be Tom Brady. He's not Tom Brady anymore. What's even funnier is he's trying to bring Antonio Brown with him wherever he goes. What? That is the... Uh, Antonio Brown, is he going to make more than the league minimum? No. <laughs> Somebody's dumb enough to pay him money. You think? Yeah. Does Did the, the, the Patriots ever pay him for what they were supposedly owed? Uh, that I don't know. Did they go to arbitration or something? I don't know. It never really came up in the news again, did it? No. Uh, I think if, if, if Brady does leave, I think you see... Like Stafford potentially go to New England in a trade? No. Yeah. No, Mrs. Stafford doesn't want to leave Detroit. She's pregnant again. Right. I, I, I don't think she wants to see her husband get the crap kicked out of her anymore. Well, the crap kicked out of him anymore. Well, I think Matt Patricia's doing a good job in Detroit. That's a that's a tough that was a tough place to go in 
and I think he, I, I think he's on. I think Detroit's actually on the right track. You know, when you look at like the uh, the Bill Barnwell stats, their losses are by very small amounts. There aren't a lot of. It's like what there we were saying about the Browns last year. Yeah, there aren't a lot of, or two years ago, yeah. there aren't a lot of losses. Um, there aren't a lot of large losses. Uh, they definitely aren't overmatched in a lot of areas on the field. Uh, they just end up being a little bit short. Uh, very similar to Tony Dungy at first with uh, Tampa Bay, where they it took a long time. For, it took a couple years to really get that the, their system going, where the where where the things worked the way that they needed to. So potential movement. Derek Carr. We know Philip Rivers. Well, Philip Rivers is done in. Yes, we know he's moving, right? Yeah, he might end up at Tampa Bay. Teddy Bridgewater. He might end up at Tampa Bay. Uh, Well, then you got, what's his name that was in Tampa Bay? Uh, Fitzpatrick. No, he was in Miami. Oh. Oh, uh, James Winston? James Winston. He doesn't start next year. He threw for 5,000 yards. How do you not start him? He threw more picks. He threw the most picks ever. It worked for Favre. It, just, it doesn't. <laughs> he threw for 5,000 yards. Uh, Brett, Brett Favre, did not, Brett Favre n- never threw more picks than inter- or interceptions than touchdowns. touchdowns. There's no way. He didn't. No. Vinny Testaverde is the best quarterback I've seen throw more interceptions than touchdowns. And the receivers weren't running the right routes. It wasn't like Vinny was a bad quarterback. I've seen Steve Young for Tampa Bay Buccaneers throw awful, awful, awful passes. But it looks like awful passes, but it was really the receiver that wasn't in where they were supposed to be. Uh, so then you've got Brissett in Indianapolis. That's another one free agent. Yeah, I think he stays. Tannehill's right? a free agent. He stays. They got too far. Uh, the other rumor is Brady to San Francisco. Oh. Why would you do that? Well, then Belichick can get his boy Garoppolo back, right? Absolutely. That works. Um, where else? There's probably I'm probably leaving out one or two that I'm. Well, they say to. there's 10, 10 or eleven. I don't think Cam Newton's going anywhere now. And then Haskins, now. if uh, if they draft Tua in Washington, then Haskins. Washington has six quarterbacks right now. Are any of them healthy? Haskins. <laughs> that is it. Because he only played. I mean, they still have Alex. They, they have Alex Smith. Right. Well, no one knows the health of. Yeah. Uh, that, that that should be a game. Name all six quarterbacks for the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other? Do I have anything else in there for NFL? Uh, that's NFL XFL. Have you seen any? Uh, I just saw a couple of the highlights. I haven't seen the second pass, uh, two forward passes yet. Does that look? Have you seen those? Two forward passes. Yeah, they're allowed to do two forward passes. In the XFL, I, I guess there's that. been a few. I haven't seen them. The the extra point thing is interesting. You can go for one, two, or three. I think that's that's neat. Um, the kickoffs is interesting, where the players don't start with a running. Or Everybody or, lines up at the thirty, the opposing thirty. So you're right. kicking, and, and you're all your guys are there except for the kicker and the receiver. Right. And then no one's allowed to move until the receiver catches the ball. Right. Um, I thought that was interesting. Uh, if you're going to do an onside kick, you have to announce that you're doing an onside kick because they have to reset for the kickoff. Oh, really? Right. Oh. Well, because remember, everybody's at the 30. Right. So, um, I, I'll sell, I'll say this. The play is much better than the, what was it, AAF? The AAF? Yeah. It's, I mean, the caliber of players is better. It's, it's, well, they had, it's more, re- like they had they, more resources. The AAF was really trying to, needed to beat the XFL. 
to Too so they it. so they went ahead, they went ahead and just and just decided to go for it. Yeah, unfortunately, if they had waited them, a year, they'd probably still be in business. Well, they wouldn't have been able to compete with the XFL. Right. They would have gotten the they would not have gotten the TV money, uh, or they didn't actually get the TV money that the XFL actually. No, because the and I think the XFL Fox is, and ESPN. I think the X, there's XFL games on the NFL Network, aren't there? They might be replaying them there. That's wild. Well, Fox and, and ESPN have been. I, I think they both have two games each. Right. Um, and then AF was on CBS, if I remember correctly, or CBS Sports. Right. Um, but all in all, not terrible. Um, I, I certainly see it being around for more than one season. So if you own CBS, how much would you pay Tony Romo? I, see, that's the thing. I don't know the going rate. Seventeen million is too much. Like uh, Mike, Mike Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser only make like six million dollars a year or whatever. There's no way. But they're also on every day. Yeah, so they work. They work. They one, work a one, lot harder. They work a lot harder than Tony Romo. And they got to know. They got to know more all than sports. one sports. They got all sports. They, you know basketball. I mean, they do. There's no way Tony Romo's worth seventeen million dollars a season, right? Well, no, but. I will say Chris Tony, Collins Tony, is better than Tony Romo. Mm, I put them equal. Equal? Yeah. I enjoy listening to Chris Collinsworth. I do too. I but I but I also like, used to hate listening to Chris Collinsworth because he was awful. He's done a great job of. Was he in the Guzan? It was he in the Guzan camp at one time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like how you say Guzan's just better now. No, he's great. <laughs> he was never bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's a brick wall. I wish I wish we had some I wish we had some Go back, go back. It exists. It's probably around episode forty. <laughs> some of the some of the some of the Guzan some of the Guzan stuff was I don't fun. like the way he just yells on the field. Oh. How he gets into his defenders. Yeah. And but isn't and, that helpful to a defender? Well, and here's the other thing. You know, certainly it's it's obvious that he's playing I was saying he's playing better with Atlanta United. He's just got a better supporting cast around I guess him. The only than time, the, US the only team. other times that I've saw him was with the U.S. Men's Team, and who knows who your def- right. who your who your defense is is there or an M? Honestly, before Burkhalter, who knew what kind of system we were trying to play? Oh, <laughs> did you see Bruce Arena went and said that uh, the gentleman that runs U.S. Soccer has zero business. We can did- use the hub. Yes, I did see that. I also saw that uh, Jurgen Klinsmann was relieved of his duties at the club that did he bought into. Did you hear what he said? Did yep. what he said about everybody? Yep. Did it, it was it a recording or an email? It was an email. It was an email. That man has issues. Yes. All right. NHL. Uh, so there's a month left in the season. Are we okay here? We can we can touch we can touch upon the NHL. All right. So my notes about the Metropolitan are off. There's now a five-point five gap between first and third. And I don't know if Philly won today or not, but they were, they were tied with Washington going into the game today. So really it's more important about how they are in their, in their uh, not, uh, league, division. division, and then conference. No, conference and division. The conference doesn't matter until the third round. Oh, really? So there's no – well, if, if, if Pittsburgh were to finish fifth, in their division, they might get thrown over into your conference to play. Oh, really? Yeah, because they take the they take the top three of each, and then the best two after that. Oh, and it's okay. not looking like your division 
bottom five the Atlantic? Are, are very good, yeah. And what 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 division is the Penguins in? The Metropolitan. And that's what Washington? So you got Washington, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Carolina, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, New Jersey Devils, and I'm probably leaving somebody out. Interesting. Is Berger playing? Berger is not playing. He's starring in Enterprise Rental Commercials. Oh, is he? Yes. Uh, Tampa's looking solid. Uh, I think they're in second place and at about 89 points. Uh, so they I should, think they had six or seven wins in a row there a couple weeks ago. The, the only issue, they, Stamkos is out for a while with uh, core, core surgery or sports hernia mm-hmm. surgery. Mm-hmm. Crosby just had it. He was out for six weeks. How do those guys come back so fast? Uh, and skating. they're finally tuned athletes. Skating, <laughs> Unlike yourself and myself. <laughs> skating is hard on the body. The hockey players are 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 as physically fit as cyclists or soccer players. I think I think hockey players are more fit than soccer players because they they play more regularly and they they shift on and off in about a minute and a half or or two minutes per round. So every almost all the players see the, a lot more of the ice than if you were a. Second, if you were if you weren't the if you weren't like Joseph and you didn't start like every game for Atlanta and get all those minutes, you would not be near as fit as as someone who like a Brett Shea or uh, Bello, yep, or Pogba last year who only probably played about half the time. And we and like you say, all they do is go get tattoos when they're not. When they're not. Well, hockey players are very much the same. I can't see them working out for more than like two hours a day or. Well, they play a hundred games uh, in a regular season. Eighty-two. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at the Penguins; they're going to play four games in six days. They play again tomorrow at one thirty. Wow. Um, I think the playoffs are going to be very. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, a heads up. I think it's your year. Tampa Bay. I think so. My mom sang the national anthem there twice. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I, I really like the on paper. The, well, they definitely took a different paper. tack than they did last year. They definitely well, they just on purpose up. on purpose started a little bit slower and were not as. I think they were working on fundamentals. I think uh, they they signed a defenseman from Buffalo this week that got released and he was basically tanking himself out of town. He's uh, trying to get out of town. Yeah, do hockey players do that. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you just go in and say, hey, hey guys, can we uh, make a change here? I don't like the. It doesn't work, Kevin. It's very much like baseball. You have to do the middle school thing. Or you, yeah. you're like, well, they, they they were trying to send. How long before Bryce Bryce Harper starts throwing a fit in Philadelphia and tries to get out? What day of the week is it? <laughs> All right, little Oak Island time. So, have you been watching? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> they have found. I can't. I can't do it anymore. All right, so they haven't found any treasure. <laughs> I will, I will, I will state that they have not found any treasure, uh, but they have found a ton of shit this year in the swamp. Everywhere, they're in Smith's Cove. They found, I, they found a bunch of stuff, a bunch of structures, and they went out further this year. Yeah, I saw they put the. They, the, they, um, they, they found, I think they found retaining wall or whatever. They, the other day, like, they're digging like behind Smith's Cove now, and I think they found the. One of the flood tunnels, and it's like... Why are you pointing at Atlantic Station? Because it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> the sun was in my eyes. Is that where um, Smith Cove is? 
Yes. <laughs> directly that way. Dan Blankenship's Marty and Rick Rick dug into the, the this hole they found. They found all this, this water coming out. He stuck his shovel in it and didn't touch anything. So I think they found the flood tunnel. Oh wow. Um, I think they found the money pit. Or they're, they're, they haven't drilled it yet because I think they're waiting until the end of the season for yeah, that. Yeah, but they found the money pit like eight seasons ago no, when they, they went when they sent the diver down. I don't think that was the, the actual money pit. Oh, wow. Because you notice they haven't done any... Well, you wouldn't know. They haven't done anything <laughs> around any of that stuff. Like, what happened to 10X? Where did 10X go? They don't show it anymore. Well, I, well, I, and I, There's so, a big pipe in the ground. Where did, where, where did they the big, never show it? Where did the big pipe... What, did they cover it up? Where, what, what do you do? Well, a lot of those big... Things they drilled, they cut. They did cover up. Well, didn't they do like over a hundred and something? Like but there were some of them were like smaller. Oh. We do know that Smith uh, that the swamp is man-made and it was two islands. Oh, and they, they brought in it. a geologist and he, <laughs> he flew, he's like, this thing was created in like fifteen hundred. They dated it. He dated it. Wow. How's he know? He's a geologist. Well, well core, he did soil samples. He did core samples. He did everything. Do you believe it? I do. Uh, I believe that one right out of the gate. That it was... Yeah, like Blackbeard went, sailed, sailed the ship in there, and then and they, then they sunk it. They're going to find a boat. There's a boat in there? They're going to find it. They're finding boat parts now that are heavily... Uh, they're showing hev- heavily... Uh, but why didn't, high they fi- why didn't they find the boat when they were in the swamp? Because it's it's sunk. It's it's bullet. It's, Didn't they drill? Uh, I don't think they did. Oh, they just did the. Um, I think they weren't calculating how they did it, and now they're taking a more calculated approach. They've got three specific. specific well, they had a diver areas. in there that was like looking for it. Well, they found the planks, right? He was looking for a squishy. When when it wasn't squishy under his feet, then he then he would go down, right? Right. So I think they've got three specific areas they're going to look at. Um, and they're going to find a couple more structures here in the next few weeks. We probably only have like five to ten more episodes this season. What's that? Forty? No, they're in the. They're doing like last year. They did like twenty-three. Did Rick get sick this year and have to take no. a couple, a couple no, of days? No, off? no Lyme disease and shit. <laughs> they did have the hurricane come came through though, and they had to repump <laughs> repump the swamp. The swamp filled back up. They had to pump it back out. Wow. Um, yeah, so very interesting. I, again, I don't know how long this goes on for. Uh, but it feels they like keep, they, they they're going to get two, two or three seasons of, more seasons out of this, right? Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, what else we got? Bet with Bevo. What did I write down? Super Bowl bet was a loss. Yeah, so what did I take? I did a teaser, right? Oh, did you? I did. I don't uh, remember what your thing was. I did, uh, who did Kansas City play? I don't remember at this point. San Francisco? I took San Francisco, and then I took the over, the over hit, but San Francisco didn't cover the line. Then they lose by like 13 or 14. Uh, they did not cover. Yeah. So my bet with the Super Bowl did not hit, which is okay. Um, what did I say? Chiefs 31, San Francisco 24? Yeah. What was the score? 3521 17 something like that I don't even know I can't even remember it's hard hard when you do podcast a month month apart that was a month ago I couldn't even remember who played in the Super Bowl (laughs) (laughs) you 
Black I remember Cat. more more of the commercials. If you had won the bet, you would remember. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so what do I got for this week? Uh, so you're looking at Champions League, looking at Leipzig uh, over Tottenham. It's Tottenham had a coach negative one seventy five. They're not playing very well. This, there is a spread on the game. Well, I who's believe. the coach at Tottenham? I have no idea. It doesn't matter at this point. I thought it was the uh, the crazy uh, Portuguese guy. Pep Guardiola. See that? No, that's Man. That's Man City. The other one, Marino. Yeah, I think it is. One of their one of their players went up into the stands around the test style the other day. I did see that. He really? Oh yeah. Are you allowed to do that? Oh no. Would you get like a four game suspension? What do you do? I, I, I don't know. I haven't been following it very closely. I believe that was one of my comments to Crab about my defenses of the of the inside of the Mercedes Benz Stadium. You can't get up into the stands. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but you can get in the free bar areas. No, you can't get. A, um, you're probably you're not going to get pummeled by bottles. What is what the the old timers used to throw stuff at the players in the uh, on corner kicks and all that in the English Premier League. And, and then the best is the racial ones when they're throwing bananas. <coughs> <in> the <back. laughs> That's just horrible. Um, and then having they had a couple of, uh, they're not riots, but when you squish all the fans up against the fencing because no one's behaving. Yep. Um, so I looked at, I looked around trying to find something. That was probably the best one I saw. Um, I might bet against Atlanta United on Wednesday night in the Champions League game just because of the setting. It's the same team we played last year for uh, Campione's Cup. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think uh, Club America. Oh, we lost to them last year. No, we beat them in the Campione's Cup. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, good for us. Um, so well, you know, when, whenever the, whenever they're playing in Atlanta, there isn't a uh, Mexican restaurant or a dishwasher available because that uh, that's one of the tried and true. Um, uh, most of the restaurants that I, I play for, the uh, most of the Latin staff is is uh, is the Club America fans. Yep. That. That obnoxious well, Mexico City. blue, 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 yellow, yellow, blue, and red. Yep. Um, I listen. I, I'm not saying take either one of those games. I'll probably bet them, but I, I didn't really have anything for the segment. Uh, it's too early. I, I did win about fifty bucks betting on the Penguins this week because they lost six games in a row. It was like just betting against the trend. Wow. Um, well, they had two easy. Easy play, uh, easy teams they were playing against, so it was like easy money. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, Wednesday night, Atlanta United at uh, America, Club America, but I'm taking Club America in that game. Well, if we get a goal, if we get a goal, I'll take Atlanta United. No, you got to take the – you can't bet on the game once they score a goal. No. You said we – you said you thought the – you thought the, the spread was going to be one. Oh, you, you'll take the plus one. I'll take the plus one. Because then you push, right? <laughs> I think we can score. I think we can score. Well, it. I would not strictly play it money line, win or loss. If it's one and a half, definitely take Atlanta. Then I think. Um. All right. What else do we have, Barman? Anything left? Uh, we're back to ask Barman and Bebo anything. All right. So Nick, are you looking up the question and from that's Nick? That's what I started to try to do. Okay. I know Nick asked us a question. Uh, Scott Patton threw us something a couple we weeks can do, ago. We can, do, we, can do, we can do that one first, if you like. Okay, so Scott Patton asked, um, and this is going back a few weeks. I had to dig through my Facebook feed to find it and my Twitter feed. I couldn't remember where it was. Um, 
take the XFL, say the XFL is successful this year, and the uh, you take the champion of the XFL and pit them against the worst team in the NFL, so which would be the Cincinnati Bengals, in a uh, relegation situation. Is that something you would go for, Barman? Absolutely not. I don't believe I don't believe in in promotion and relegation. I just don't think it's healthy for for your league, for the teams that are in there, for you know this isn't one small island with 450 professional soccer teams that that you can that you can do that. I feel I feel that the the differential between the money the money made in the in, in the Premier League compared to the to the other teams just just makes the other teams reaching for straws with players, reaching for with straws for managers. And I just, I don't like, as an athlete, I don't like playing games with anxiety of not of not doing well. I want to play games to win. Well, here, here's my argument. There is still a very large gap between the NFL and the XFL. And all you're doing is, is telling Cincinnati, all right, you're going to go down to the XFL and you're just going to destroy teams. Um, the one time I've seen it happen uh, due to uh, other circumstances, Juventus of Serie A, early 2000s, uh, got caught, uh, I think, fixing games or cheating. And they got relegated for a year. Oof. <laughs> they just, so their punishment was they had to go play in the Serie B for a year. They just destroyed everybody and then came back the next year and won the league. Right. Um, you know, so it doesn't, I think if we see, you know, if you, if you look back to the 80s when the USFL was around, the leagues were a lot closer then than they are now. They probably were. Because um, you saw, but guys, they were also they were also paying the players the same the, the the same amount that the NFL was, and it's really unfair to ask XFL players that make one one hundredth of what an NFL player is. The, um, I just I just I just I just don't like it. Yeah, I mean it's like the age old adage: Could the the college football national champion beat the worst team in the NFL? Right, probably not. It'd be interesting. It's some teams where it's really bad. Like that Browns team that didn't win any games, or that Lions team that didn't win any games. It'd be interesting. It would be interesting. I'm just stating the facts, Barman. You're tough. (laughs) Just stating the facts. It'd be interesting, but I don't know realistically that they can beat them. So, Uh, what was Nick's? Nick's question was really geared more towards you. Let's uh, let's work backwards. We'll go to Jeff Galat. Jeff Galat wants to know when he's going to be on the show, or when he's going to be asked to be on the show. Well, open invite, Jeff. We, uh, I believe we have asked him to come on the show. I, I have a few times. Unofficially, like, um, on the show asked him, but like, never coordinated. Like Todd Muller, we t- I've tried to get Todd on a few times. Um, but, Jeff, no, we definitely need to uh, set aside. Maybe we could do a podcast before one of the home games that we're all going to um, and set something up where we can uh, where we can sit down and, and, uh, and have a good time with it. Jeff, as far as I'm concerned, you can come on whenever you'd like. Yes. I've met you several times, and you're a wonderful Wonderful gentleman. Well, he even he even left Didi uh, and couldn't find Didi after hanging out hanging out with us after the game the on the way out of the stadium. Uh, what was that last season at the beginning of uh, the beginning of last season? All right, so now we're to the Nick Luther question, which uh, is probably more uh, uh, to me. Now that USA USAC has removed the link limit of, on races for road upgrades, how long before event promoters start to create events? like this race in Maryland 
which has a two, three, like a 15 mile race, which is, which is one is, is more than a third is two thirds less than the pro one, two, two race that they're offering. And so my usual answer to that is promoters will try anything. If they feel like more, more people will, more people will come. It's important that racers vote with their entry fees and their presence. And if the, if you don't care for it, then <clears throat> you really need to talk to you and your friends and make sure you're not and make sure you're not you're not just being cre or um, being used as a as a pawn in a promoter's idea of something that that you, that they'd like to do if you aren't into that. Uh, his next part of this question is: Who's your pick for the NCAA championships? And will there be an audience at the venue? We're talking about basketball? I believe that's college basketball, which I couldn't give a rat's ass about. You heard it here first. The Dayton Flyers in the Final Four. Uh, they look good. I was going to ask you about that a couple weeks ago when they... I've watched they... two games this season. Because my father comes <laughs> to town and I have to watch basketball. I did go to Dayton for one year. Are you are you upset with Dayton for not, not allowing you to have your second year? No. They had every right to throw me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've watched them. Yeah, the other thing is, I'm hoping the Hawks can get this kid from Dayton, Obi Toppin. He's he's up for uh, Player of the Year as well. Wow. Um, it was announced the other day. He's really good. Um, can I go that way? No, I can't. I need to get to that glass building. Sorry, we're, we're just downtown sitting We're in. working our way around. <laughs> um, and then as far as the audience, um, by March, I, Georgia doesn't seem to have a, um, much of an issue, so I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work out. Hopefully we have a better understanding of what the coronavirus is, how it's spread, and things that we can do to make sure that it doesn't... Nice legs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, <coughs> she was tall. <laughs> yes. Uh, can I go right here? No, I can't. Um, so that that's my that's my take on on um, on your on your first part of the audience. And then uh, is COVID nineteen just a secret ploy by the Dem- Dems to tank the stock market during an election year to try and push the agenda on, on gaps in medical coverage? That's a very interesting question. So, my personal <laughs> day traders love volatility. They make money on volatility. They don't care if the stock market's going up. They don't care if the stock market's going down. But they make all their money on volatility and and the market responding in a non-logical um, fashion. So, I have a feeling that almost all... <clears throat> Hedge funds have just made all their money. Just made all their money uh, for the year, and don't need to really worry about stuff for for a very long time. So, that's my take on that. The this isn't the Democrats. This is the news grasping at straws <laughs> for to, relevance. For relevance, <laughs> they're panicking. They're creating fear and panic. With listen. It hasn't even killed as many people as the the flu. Well, it's not even close to the flu. No, and, and it probably it might not. Yeah, in the United States, it might not ever get get to that. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. 
I can't high five Barman tonight when we score three goals. That's all I'm upset about. The elbow to elbow? Is that what we do? Are we doing elbow to <laughs> elbow? Bumps or elbow to elbow. Is that a is that a question for Nick Luther? Cheek to cheek, side to side, cheek to cheek. What's the what's the what's the proper what's the, what's what's the proper uh, celebration technique in a in a COVID nineteen uh, situation? <laughs> I saw guys touching shoes like kid and play the other day. <laughs> yes, that was, that, was a, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> Uh, they're calling it the the coronavirus shuffle or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Where are you guys going? They're gonna try to hedge hedge on you. All right, we're at an hour and four minutes. Perfect. That's what a, are you thinking, Bebo? For what? Time to wrap this thing up. We're all done. Should we do one for the road? <laughs> 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 Awesome. Okay, these guys are going where I'm going. All right, thank you for listening. Um, if uh, if we're lucky, maybe we'll we'll record a little post post game depending on the weather. Usually we get rained on pretty hard. And you can't hear what's going on, but the weather. Oh, that was the uh, last time I was wondering. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember why the why the sound didn't work um, or the recording didn't work very well on that one. Oh boy, what uh, is this guy doing? I don't know. We'll Dropping off materials on this. All right, so that does it for episode 87 for now. There may be a little bonus piece after the game as we're driving home. So thank you for listening. Barman, thanks for uh, arranging tickets and and uh, uh, being in the car with me to, to record this. Otherwise, oh, this, this is a fun time. Thanks yeah. for taking, taking time away for your family for a little Atlanta United tonight. All right, we'll be back uh, soon with, uh, with more for you. If you like the Barman and Bevo podcast, you can find us on Podbean to download all of our episodes. You can go to our website, barmanandbevo.podbean.com. Uh, all of our episodes are there as well. We can subscribe on Google, um, Apple, of course, uh, and uh, Stitcher. You can go to any one of those platforms, search for Barman and Bevo podcast and be able to pull it up. Follow us on Facebook. at uh, On Facebook, we're Barman and Bevo podcast. Uh, Michael Vandera, Michael Barman. On Twitter, at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod, uh, at Bevo8771, at underscore Coach Barman. As you can hear, Violet's in the background talking to me while I'm doing this. Um, we always have uh, weekly when we do our, our segments, uh, Ask Barman and Bevo Anything, uh, Bet with Bevo. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us at any one of our uh, social media sites. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way
You know my mama loved me But you don't understand They keep a show in my hands And not my face on TV Ha <laughs> ha 